Life Audio. Hey, listeners. These last three episodes of the Happy Rant podcast are brought to you by the New English Translation of the Bible, and particularly the Timeless Truths Bible that they have put out. The New English Translation is the newest full translation from the original languages. So not just a revision of a previous translation, but a fresh new translation by a collection of wonderful scholars. It's a great translation. It's one that I look forward to using in my next reading of the Bible. I like to change translations every year or two to keep it fresh, to see things that I might have otherwise missed, and I'm eager to dig into the New English Translation. The Timeless Truths Bible is one that they have just released which includes devotional notes and commentary from a variety of theologians and pastors, but not just contemporary ones going back to the era of the church fathers from the second century all the way up to the present day. So being able to see how the Bible has been translated, has been understood, and how the the gospel is coherent across the centuries. It includes creeds and confessions that date back to those early centuries of the faith as well. Again, seeing the foundation that our faith is built on, and then it's beautifully designed with wonderful artwork. If you go to TimelessTruthsBible.com, that's TimelessTruthsBible.com, you can learn more about it, you can order a copy, you can check out the whole translation. Again, it's the New English Translation. Um, We encourage you to do so. I'm eager to get my hands on one of these Bibles and to dig into this wonderful new translation from Thomas Nelson Bibles. Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio, in Soma. By my good friends, my partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ron Martin. Boys, we are mid-live show. We're in episode two. Took a little while to knock the rest off there in episode one. It always does. The first, first half of the first step is always kind of a tough deal. But uh, yeah, you feel rusty on that? I mean, were you I feeling... felt rusty. Really? I, 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 I just, don't think it showed. I Thank you. I want you to feel affirmed right now. I owe it to them to be honest with them and assess myself along the way. Yeah. Right? Uh, I didn't feel great about it, but then I started to feel good about it. I well, when like you me. listen to it back, which we know you <laughs> yeah. will at this point, I think when I'm evaluating you'll have the a different tape, take on it, yeah. Yeah. and you can tell me how it went. I take know. this this podcasting profession seriously, but Apparently. boys, we are going to just kind of work through the roster. Okay, so we're going to work through some of the heroes of the Happy Rant and mm. some of the some of the rogues, some of the less than heroes. I don't know if I. If I like I know. Is this is this sitting mm. unwell with you? It's sitting unwell. It is unwell with my do, soul. Do you anticipate that? Is it sitting unwell because we're gonna like kind of push you to have a take that could that could burn bridges in the industry for you? I mean, I just never all feel the, all the hooks you got out in the water. I, I just don't feel pushed. But it's just, yeah. it's just. I, if I don't have a take, it's because I. It's blank. It's like Piper driving around all day. You have takes on all. You have takes yeah. on all of these yeah. people. You doing the show is the equivalent of Piper driving. I mean, around in some ways. Yeah, right? yeah. Some Pipe's way. never gonna live that one down, is he, baby? That, that informs. That's gonna stick so much. Yeah, it really does. That's gonna stick for two more episodes. That, that, that yeah, yeah. From Pipe, Until right. we forget each other's existence. Right. As exactly. We drive away from here tonight. What's incredible is that we probably will never talk again. Never. Yeah. Ever. No. Never. Well, I'm gonna drive away and not think about anything. So well, we know. We understand that now. You guys can rehash Dude, all be this. Dreaming about your shows with Jared. I'm gonna be. He's just gonna pull into the drive and go. What, what did I just do? I have no recollection of it, right? I'm going to be thinking about Brockton Apartments, my old place. It's be some or... kind of Christopher Nolan film, which he doesn't like. You know, <laughs> exactly. To... I don't like those either. Where are you at on Nolan? Are yeah, you a Nolan him. guy? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like real big in on him or not? Just I kind mean, of... I don't know that I'm real big on anything. I appreciate that you remember that I don't like I that. Don't I mean, that's the thing I said that on the I'm podcast. I'm real big on anything. What's that? That explains so much. 
I said, I appreciate that you remembered that I don't like Christopher Nolan because that's something I said on the podcast and you remember. You've said it many times. Yeah, that's why. But you've Sweet remembered you once, no. which is really uh, significant. I remember a lot. I remember a lot of times. Not about this show. Well, yeah. <laughs> I remember things we've said. You get fired up about sports movies, though. I do like, get, if there's a I new Cameron Crowe sports movie. I do get fired up. Yeah, I'm getting the text from you, and I'm excited to I get know, it because I'm fired up about it. Dude, I know. You know? It's true. Um, all right, let's go through this. Uh, let's go through the Hall of Heroes. Oh, boy. I'm just going to throw some names out. You guys can just kind of rapid fire respond. Do this move right here. As I does move. Dude, remember does move. Can you do it for me? What if I do it? But then I'll watch you do it. There it is. There it is. Tell everybody where that's from. So that's from a movie called, speaking of movies, yeah. Oliver Stone. Uh, I think he was doing a lot of cocaine when he made this movie. It was like four and a half hours long and it was terrible. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday. Uh, due to being a football movie. I own it, and I watch it annually, even though it's terrible. You watch it annually? We I, watched it one time together. Yeah, we watched it one time together. At Martin Manor. Yeah, all, Martin Manor. All three of us. We watched it in the it. condo. We did watch it together. At the 70s condo in, uh, in Destin, that Florida. We're writing our well, shout out that to that lady who gave us the condo. Yeah, that, that was, was amazing. Her name was Virginia. Guys, that book yeah. that we wrote didn't just come out of thin air. <laughs> I know, I know you it sounds like it did. It didn't come out of thin air. It was brought to you by Oliver Stone's cocaine. The 20 minutes I spent writing my portion of the book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You spent the rest of the time lounging. Pipe and I were working on the book. No big deal. I'm not bitter. But um, any given Sunday, four and a half hours, Oliver Stone football movie. But there's a, there's a particular dance move that Willie Beeman, the signature character, does in the movie. And it's like a, like a shark. Tell him who plays Willie. Um, dude, what's his name? I'm blanking. Famous guy. Isn't it Jamie yeah. Foxx? Yeah. Jamie Foxx. My name is Willie. Willie Beeman. Yeah, we like singing it to each other, too. That's our thing. Um, anyway, he would, yeah. he, would do, he would do a dance. Yeah, the shark I don't dance. know why we... Yeah, yeah. It, looks, it, um, it works great in an audio medium. Yeah, it does. This is radio, <laughs> not television, baby. Uh, all right. Hall of Heroes. I'm just going to run them. I'm going to run the roster, and then I got some follow-ups. Uh, number one, Platty. Do we remember uh, Platty? Is this guy yeah. still a thing? Still David out there Platt? making moves? That's, yeah, yeah. I've lost oh, track dude. of Platt. I, I don't he's, know. What I, he's think doing. He's, I think he's, he's speaking at this event. Probably speaking of the, he might be out here. He might be in the. He might be here. Tonight. David Platt, yeah. if you're out there, raise your hand. Yeah. No, David. But is he still uh, like the? Like no, the, this this isn't radical enough. He's mm. and also oh. the tickets cost money. So, oh. <laughs> dude, <laughs> not I coming. think of him. This is sports movie reference. You're gonna enjoy this. I think of him as like the Jimmy Chitwood of reformed him. You know what I mean? He's got the crew cut. He's shooting baskets by the moonlight. Yeah, 100%. You know, um, Pretty sure he's a big crossfitter. Just out working everybody, you know, shooting the threes from yeah, the corner. Yeah, he's kind of muscly, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. So, funny, David, funny David Platt story. Um, yeah. At the Gospel Coalition. You have to about Pipe. Pipe has no, David I love this. Platt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at the Gospel Coalition in Orlando, I don't remember, eight, nine years ago, something like that. Um, Gosh, Orlando, it, uh, what a town. It was... It was uh, it overlapped with uh, with March Madness, no and so the final four games were on one night. And uh, my dad was like, "Oh, you should come up and watch the games." Mm. And there, you know, there'll be a few people here. I was thinking it was going to be like the his his sort of Desiring God crew. And I get up there, and it's them, and then the, and then there's a whole bunch of other people, and and uh, some of the speakers, and David Platt is hanging out, you know. And it's my dad's super into the game. He's a very intense sports watcher. Uh, other people are John Piper intense. That's shocking. Other people are, <laughs> are, you know, crushing Coke zeros yeah. and, uh, j- there's general hubbub. David Platt doesn't say a word really that I observed. Now I want to, I want to ask some follow-ups on this. Is it because he was nervous about your dad? 
Did he not want to look down? I don't know. He's like Piper? he's like my dad's mini me. How yeah. could he be nervous? Well, I don't know. I mean, when you when you want someone's approval that much, I don't. Think I mean, so. how do you feel when you're with Jared? Do you get a little nervous? Uh, I mean, it's just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, is it, I mean, I barely, I barely like a yes I, or no. I can kind barely of thing? talk. Yeah, yeah, I can barely talk. Can I say your first name? It's fine. Right. You know, right. I mean, no, yeah. I think I think he clean is, your kitchen up for you. I could do it later. Yeah. I think he is you know. a profoundly <laughs> introverted person, and being in a hotel suite with like fifteen yeah. other people yeah. is the most awkward. He's like, thing. I wish I was in my room with a book. You know, Probably I mean, to listen to him speak, one. you would never think that, right? It's which is not dissimilar from my dad. The yeah. reason my dad was like, if if it was just social, he also wouldn't say a word. But basketball brought out the uh, the intensity. Dude, enemy. one more platy question vis-a-vis basketball. Did he play in high school or not? I would bet, like, everything in my bank account, he was a high school basketball player. A lot of money, baby. Yeah. Oh, you're telling me. <laughs> a lot Especially of after this show. Yeah, you know. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd maybe slow my roll on that yeah. one. <laughs> you, know, you know what kind of sales we've I done know, over the I years. I understand that. I understand <sighs> you know. that. He... He has that. He has that crew cut Jimmy Chitwood look about him. He's so, standing yeah, in I the can, corner, shooting totally threes. They're working the ball around. But he was to... he was absolutely yeah. like a four foot six freshman point guard. Like is he, he short? Was, is he a short gentleman? Not really anymore. But okay. he he has the he has the vibe of somebody who was tiny at four. Yeah, he weighed a buck twenty his freshman year. Yeah. He's like, coach, I work really hard. You believe in me, you know. Like struggling to get the struggling to get the bar up. Let's run the picket picket fence at him. You know <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, Jimmy Chitwood. All right, we got another one, uh, Matty Chan. Oh, Matty Chan. Oh, you mean the guy who uh, wrote the forward? Yeah, that's our right. Book? Yeah. Real friend of the program. Right. You know? Yeah. Ghostwritten. Matty Chan, who wouldn't know me if he saw me on the street. I don't know about that. Yeah. You, about do that. you think he would recognize me? Recognize if you? If Matty Chan and I passed each other on the street in Indianapolis that's tomorrow, a great question. would there be anything that happened between us? I wouldn't initiate. I think maybe, I think if Chan could focus enough to look at you. <laughs> oh, because he's all kind of. Yeah, I don't. Bit. I don't know. I'm not, I just feel like he's. You know, oh, you'd be like, know, "Hey, Market Square Arena." Yeah, you right, know? right. You tracking with me? RCA Dome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Uh, he might. He might be like. <laughs> I feel like I should know that. I feel like he would be. I feel like I should know that guy. Guy. Right. Although you have that look about you anyway, with the hat and the glasses, you look yeah. like somebody who we ought to know. Yeah. Whereas like, I feel like if he walked by you. me, he'd be like Big R. High five. Oh, really? You guys have history. <laughs> I wouldn't high five. I don't high five. He'd, he'd be like, that's the guy that sent me 14 emails about maybe collabing on a book project. Well, I was and I haven't Piper. responded. That's Piper. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> nah, his, he didn't see any of those. His assistant straight up, all those. Baby, let me ask you a question. Let's Guys, there's only one person in this room that's collaborated with Matty Chan on a book project, and he's sitting 12 rows back. Let me, let's, I know. I, I'm not talking about actual collabs. I'm talking about ho- hoped-for collabs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, and I want you to be authentic with these people, I'll, okay? Because they would do the same else. for us. Have you sent an email to Maddie Chan about collabing? <laughs> I want to know, dude. Let's get to the heart of the matter. You're on the Chase Lounge right now. You're swiping the HSA card. Baby, I do not therapy. have Maddie Chan's email. The okay. only... You didn't send it to, like, info at chanchurch.com or whatever? <laughs> like, he might get it. He might check this. Maybe it goes to his phone. Maybe... Maybe know. there's two people <laughs> in this room. There's three people in this room I've ever asked to collab with. Yeah. Two of them have answered my request. One of them, 12 rows back, <laughs> has Still not waiting. capitulated. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, hey, he's read it. You know, I can see that. Right. But, yeah. You know, maybe just busy. Maybe it's a hard yeah. week. He'll he's be, like, yeah, I don't co-author. Yeah, yeah. I don't co-author. All right. Let's, let's go to a third one. Uh, Hall of Heroes, Pipe's dad. Oh. Yeah, Pipe's dad, who the last time we did a show in this room. Yeah, he was here. He was here. True, it was Pipe, Where room. is he your pops? right back there. Yeah. How do we know he's not here? Uh, do you see Larry David out there? 
Yeah. He's not here. You know what? He's up in the luxury box. We had one Skybox ticket. It was $1,000. Hey, is there any hope that you might look a little more Larry David as you progress in years? Uh, wrong, wrong genetic strain in my family. I take after the other side. Got it. Let me ask you this, Pipe. Is your dad at all conversant in who Larry David is? Like, he is, is Larry David? He is like, now. Okay. Because it's so uncanny. He, yes, it is a joke. The, the joke has grown to the point where he is now aware of Larry David, A, his existence, which is, that's a monumental leap for somebody with the pop culture, yeah. know nothing Acumen of my father. Your dad um, yeah. And that's not an insult. He would happily say he knows nothing about, about pop culture. Uh, but I think, I think he, I don't know that he could name anything Larry David has, like what's on his resume. He's yeah. not like late at night, been unable to sleep and like dialed up an app of Curb Your Enthusiasm just to kind of kick the tires <laughs> on it. You don't think? Seems yeah. unlikely. Yeah. Okay. We can go with no. All right. Hard Although, what funny thing about Larry David and my dad, um, <laughs> when uh, they collabed on a book once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Larry David actually ghostwrites my dad's books. Um, <laughs> I love it. No. So when maybe seven or eight years ago, I pulled up, you know, I was clicking through Amazon Prime looking for something to stream and uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Uh, and, you know, the preview came up. And my daughter, who's, you know, she's 14 now, but she was elementary school at the time. She just looks at the TV. She goes, why is grandpa on TV? Oh, and uh, she can't rich. tell the difference between Larry David and That's her really grandfather. Funny, man. That's and uh, so that from that point on, I was just like, OK, we just need to embrace this reality. Yeah. Make, yep. The jokes are funny. This isn't like this isn't a thing to deny. This you is wonderful. It. Yeah, you really look a lot more like your mom. For sure. You know, and when it comes to being compared to Larry David, I'm not mad about that. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, we do tend to look, you know, that, that could change. That's true. Thing, so hang tough, buddy. But my dad has, like, the, uh, like the doc from Back to the Future yeah. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like there, there's a whole different He kind of, like, he there. doesn't help his case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to speak. He's leaned into it. Yeah, he's yeah. leaned into it pretty hard. And by leaning into it, he just, it's just he by He just default. hasn't done anything different yeah, for correct. 40 years. Yeah. He's not going to the stylist going, hey, let's, let's have some fun with it. You know, let's, let's try yeah, a little different. Stylist, I'm that's just probably trying to cute. Picture yeah. him. Here's a picture of Brad Pitt. You know, yeah. do what you want with it. I'm yeah. just trying to picture <laughs> John Piper, You're here's, the pro. You John Piper, here's what a stylist yeah. is. I don't, I don't know that my dad has paid for a haircut. Well, that's what I was just saying. Well, let's talk about that. Lifetime. Who's cutting the hair? Noel? Yeah. Okay. My is it Noel or Noel? Noel. Like Christmas. Yes. Dude, she's, Man, I love she's that name birthday, so much. Uh, Her birthday is near to Christmas. I love so. that name so much. Are we going towel around the neck in the kitchen, or are we going outside? What's the, yeah, what's kitchen, the process like? So, yeah, there's, you know, Did your mom used to be a hairstylist, or is she winging it? No, she's just big on saving money. There we go. Frugal. And the thing is, when I you just raise, feel like the dudes can probably afford a haircut, right? Yeah. When the yeah, thing, yeah. let's get him in a salon. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, when you're when you're raising four boys, um, and you make a mistake with a haircut, buzz cut. So yeah, like she had a lot of practice, and she actually got pretty good. Like you, yeah. it, it's a, you know, it's not worse than like super cuts. That's Granted, true. that's not high praise, but uh, yeah. But I love, but I love your pops, man, because this is what kind of fascinates me about the haircut. The haircut is his one nod to kind of old school, not very conservative, like hippie culture, because he still has it kind of long, kind of yeah. free-flowing, kind of dangly. Like, there's something about that where you go, oh, this is Johnny P trying to be a little dangerous. He was kicking the tires on in the 70s. 100%. You know he was. 100%. Dude. dude, are there some old pictures of Johnny P in, like, a pair of, like, a, a flared bell-bottom and yeah. maybe... Maybe a mustache? No mustache. He, none okay. of us can grow facial hair. Yeah. This is me not having shaved for like three days. That's your days. dad's yeah. so, um, 
like R.C. Sproul, those pictures in the 70s when his yeah. hair was all like... Well, there's there's a picture. Yeah. Just You can Google this stuff. You can find... Like, if you just look up old school John Piper pictures, there's one of him standing by the church sign um, in probably like his first first or second year as pastor. So 81, 82. And he looks spectacular. Mm. Like he could wear that today, and people would be like, "I want what you're wearing." Like, look all hipster. Yeah. 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 So you know, it's like because it's like the sweater vest yeah. underneath the tweed jacket. He has yeah, a he has dope, a silver man. cross around dope. his neck. It was before Ooh, his hair turned cross. gray, but it was like kind of wild and big. You know, big curly hair and uh, and like the the big glasses, kind of like yours, except yeah. except like no no. But frame. in a men's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in a men's, yeah. But not but not his grandmother's. That's right. Right. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so you you look at that and you're like. The thing is, that was probably dorky in 82, but now yeah, it's exceptionally yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like in, the, in college, he drove a, a late 60s Mustang. Oh, in college he, some, he was on it. Yeah, he yeah. was. He had a little swagger to him back yeah, then. Yeah. And then. And I then mean, he, that's, how, that's he, how Noel happened. Yeah. Then this I mean, whole like wartime yeah. lifestyle thing, and he just got progressively yeah, less and less cool. Dude, as soon as wartime kicked in, that Mustang was going on the market. It oh. was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Then we've driven like used station wagons ever since. Maybe what's your, uh, what's the aim with, uh, House of Heroes, or whatever you're calling it. House of Heroes, we're just working through the roster. So this I is got a couple followers. Got well, and these are and these are people who have made regular appearances. I mean, it's sort yeah. of a it's sort of a look back. Names you know. that have recurred on the program over the course gotcha. of the last decade. We got another one, uh, Frankie Chan. Oh boy, remember Frank? Dude, I don't know what's happened to Frank. You I still mean, got? I still own a couple shares of Frankie Chan stock. It's, it's I'm been sitting a long on time. It, you know, it's been a long time. Yeah. It's depreciated. I mean, I know I, he I bought mo- low on it. I know he know. moved to another country, but I think he's back. But he's yeah. not made a big splash. Yeah. It, it, does, let me ask you this: you're you're dialed into the industry. Does Chan have one more big book in him? One more bestseller? He comes roaring back. What's the persona like when he oh, comes dear. roaring back? Now, Is Chan's it a gonna, little, yeah, Chan's gonna have Chan's gonna come up with some kind of angle, a little rough around the edges, know? maybe. Like it's gonna I'm, be some kind of crazy love part. Two. I'm older and wiser now, kind of thing. I, yeah, well, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I just, I just think when he decides to come back, he's yeah. gonna be able to come. Yeah, like he gets to dictate that. <laughs> what kind of like what, us? Like yeah. when we want to come back with this. <laughs> well, of course. when we want to do the episode with you want to come back in the salon over and we under do the, a know? number of weeks until we get that text. Week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, you guys want to run it back? Want to do another? More, yeah. more than one or two. Yeah, yeah, more yeah. than one or two. Um, fewer, fewer than next year. What we'll rock star is Frankie time. Chan analogous to? Um, like with a comeback. Mm. Who's had a big comeback? Well, okay, so this is what's strange. Big mm. M was telling me that Usher is playing the Super Bowl next yeah. year. He's and I'm Usher. like, dude, where's that guy been? Yeah. Where's that guy been since? It's just Dunner, hilarious because I'm a football you know fan I mean? and I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. No, dude, no, no, seriously. Like, so I feel like it's not like Chan is the biggest you know, celebrity A-list dude that ever lived. Yeah. Just like Usher is not the biggest pop star that ever lived. Right. But when they want to come back, all they got to do is, oh, hey, what's up? I'm coming back. Call the agent. Call the agent and Look everybody's on board. Yeah. Everybody's on board. I feel like, I feel like he's, sort of, uh, he's sort of like, the, like Prince. Ne- never, wow. Like never, never the biggest star, yeah. but the one who all the Fair. other stars respect. And if he yeah. shows up and says, hey, I'd like to play, people are like, yes, please. Pipe, here's a question for you, dude. Is there anybody... Also kind of weird. I think it's kind of weird. But is there anybody more big tent, really, at the end of the day, than Frankie? Is there anybody that appeals to literally... Besides Ed Stetzer, is there Dude, anybody does... that appeals to everybody as much as Frankie? Okay, does Frank come back as, like, the president of Taylor? No. Like, <laughs> hey, nobody really knows what we believe, but it's a great time here. You know, student <laughs> life. You're going to love it. So let me make <laughs> a distinction. Time of your life. One of these is big tent and appeals to many people. Mm-hmm. The other is trying to glad hand everybody. 
Uh-huh. You just de- you decide which is which out of the Ed Stetzer Francis. Dude, I, he's I, not I mean, going to say anything. I'm not saying anything. Dude, he's working both those corners not, right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Nothing is being said. There's probably a couple people here. Like, who, like Ed, like Frank. You know, there you go. There it is. Ed, if you're listening, Ed, if you're listening, you. he won't show oh, up. I think we found you. the person I, who's, I can't even who's look the biggest tent yeah. right here. Yeah. yeah. Well. Like everybody. No, I'm just saying like Frank is like a guy that I, I think – only people I've ever met that say I don't like Frank is, it, and they always qualify by like, it's not that I disagree with them. It's just this whole way about him. And, you know, this is amazing. You know, like, everyone, like they don't like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So it's, it's not that they like, disagree with him. It's his, it's his, the way he does yeah. it. Yeah. Dude, he would rip around that conference circuit, though. I oh, mean, if he came he back, he would, be, he would be main staging tomorrow. At, like, but what's 14, so 15. weird is he's never main staged TGC. Like, what's up? I don't know. It's the it's the white whale. You know, it's out there. No, no, it's the white conference. <laughs> no, right? Yeah, it's the white people. I mean, the white whale. Um, all right. Yeah, yeah. One more, one Frank more Hall of Heroes, dude. Our boy Timmy K, the big guy, Timmy K. I that's a little. That's a little like, hard to talk about. I was going to say we we gave him an entire episode of uh, of memories and appreciation. Dude, we did. We did. He, have we like? How do you make jokes about him? I mean, how? I mean, well, we're when, not when, jokes. when yeah. he was alive, we didn't really. There's no jokes. No, we liked him. There's he was. No he was. He was the one who we were constantly sort of like. I mean, he was like the 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 Obi Wan Kenobi. Dude, he's the OG. Like, he's like the original hipster. Yeah, he's the original. You literally can't like for somebody that is like like there is nobody more authentic. Than All right, I mean, so he, I think I know the answer based on like where the conversation's going, but in this hall of heroes as as laid out a minute ago like who are we having dinner with we gonna have dinner with one is it timmy Judas Priest. i mean y'all were rooting for nepotism earlier so i feel like my answer let's is, just say is, we can't do johnny p okay let's just say he's off, off i can't though I'm sure not you can. Kid. y'all can yeah no because I you've feel never like had dinner easy. with him well you might have i don't know i mean dude you no, can go there for thanksgiving dinner. i'm sure this year like let's let's make it a little more like dude if i had dinner with johnny p i would talk a little barnabas I talk a little Vikings, you know, we do some 90s, like, Vikings reminiscence. We do, uh, you know, talk a little business. A little Kirk know. Cousins? Uh, yeah, a little, uh, hey, easy. Let's not go there, okay? That's green room talk. Dude, I just watched okay. the quarterback. I know everything there is to know about this guy. <laughs> that face. Let's, let's not do it. And, and the, dude, the other dude, it. Maritoba, or whatever his yeah, name is. Until next let's time. Let's talk about him. Until Maritoba? Next time. Yeah, Maritoba. Mariota. Um, who would I have dinner with? Yeah, Who's, who else is on the list? Can I be yeah. honest? Famous pastors are an incredibly boring dinner date. <laughs> yeah, so All it's not them. Platty. He'd be boring. Matty Chan, eh. Pipes Dad. If I'm he go- brings I'm, the steaks, I'm in. Yeah, that's I think true. he's out of that game. But so I'm, I'm having dinner with Pipes Dad. So who you got? You got well, Timmy K. On the you list, got Frank. Man. The ones we just listed: P- Platty, Matty Chan. I'm, I'm going to do Frank. Frankie? I'm just I think got, you yeah. and Frankie would have a nice just, time, so, dude. I just think he'd be intense. You know, and then I think point, you'd match the energy. Well, what I would say, I, I would feel the freedom at some point to go, hey, Frank, just take it down a notch. Would you tell him to take it down? Well, I would just be like, dude, like, you, I mean, you don't He would do that. Yeah. You know, like, he doesn't have to do that with Or would me. you try to meet it? I feel like you'd oh, elevate. Oh, man, I don't yeah. know. You'd be doing I mean, I would want to know, like, what our next gig was together. Yeah, yeah. You know, when are we doing the book? Yeah, we'd be... We'd be six minutes into dinner, and we'd be talking about, yeah. Frank, you tell me how we split the money. Right. 60, 40 is fine. Right. 70, 30 even. You know? Yeah. You tell me. It's fluid. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. All right. Let's go I'd through. Like, the... We're getting on a plane and going to Thailand tomorrow, Frank. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. It's all content. Um, let's go through, through the rogues gallery. All right? So that was our Hall of Heroes. This is, this is maybe the oh boy. less heroic. Should we get in trouble? <laughs> yeah. yeah this this might get we get in trouble. trouble. 
trouble. I'm going to give you go. an easy one. Let's start with an easy one. No easy. Robbie B. Oh, that's okay. Our that's boy easy. Rob. I, I feel like that's just. I feel like that's just like hitting a kid with glasses. It almost feels point. like not yeah. fair. I mean, because you know, someone's going to bring up Oprah. If you were to hit Robbie yeah. B, you would be hitting a kid with glasses. Essentially. <laughs> just a little guy in a turtleneck with some glasses, but I don't know, dude. I've never. Did, it, did, did any of you? Did you? Did either of you attend have, attend an event that he spoke at? Never. We have, right, babe? Yeah. Where Where did you? It was before my time. I think was it was when you were in Michigan when he was sort of. Yeah, it was at his like shopping mall church when he was at his okay. peak, like Apex okay. Mountain. Robbie, when he was when yeah. he was gathering disenchanted Dutch kids. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot okay. of dis, a lot of angry Van Vandersmas in that I don't, room. <laughs> yeah, shout was out to Dutch. Let me ask you a yeah. question. Let me ask you a question, <laughs> Big T. Yeah, because I don't understand the, the Robbie thing. The Robbie B thing was before my time. Yeah, go. So is it was it just more of a dude being where he was? Yes. And, and, and being slightly <laughs> off kilter and everybody being fascinated by that. Whereas if he would have been anywhere else, everybody would have been rolling their eyes. Well, I'll say this, like all earnestness, very gifted communicator. So if we're just talking about verbal communication, kind of in a vacuum, uh, regardless of content. But why does he, everybody say that about him? Well, he was a talented guy. He would get up there and vamp. It was kind of, you got to understand, dude, these disenchanted dutch kids and i'm I'm painting with broad brushes here but we never do that yeah right you know growing up in a kind of legalistic environment okay that's what i'm trying to get at yeah Yeah, a lot of do's and don'ts ready to rebel rob allowed them to feel a little bit dangerous for a time without being actually just allowed them to feel Right. Yeah. And he's walking around and he's making his big connections and saying his big. When he, okay. he lived and... on questions and no answers. That's right. Love to pose yeah. a question. But have you ever considered this? And then just kind of move on to the next thing, which gives permission to these kids who have been told what to think. Well, dude, oh, you've got to remember is this, is, this is first gen emergent church before every other church was meeting in a place with like a bare brick and abandoned ductwork and you know yeah. before everybody was in an Honestly, abandoned he, factory. He should be getting royalties you know? on all the deconstruction stuff that's happening now. He just he's. You know, same Dude, thing. I'm, I'm mad at him for deconstructing Aaron Rodgers. He's Rogers. laughing it up. I am. I like football players. But um, <laughs> anyway, Robbie B. Yeah, it's just too easy. I, so yeah. I asked about seeing him speak because somehow I managed to see him speak in person like five times. Really? Was N- there any point at which you were intrigued? No. No. <laughs> no. I knew the answer. I just wanted to see how incredulous no, it, you would it, be it with just, it. Piper, are you just saying that because that goes back to who you were at the time, which was to be contrarian about everything? At the time. <laughs> but in quotes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in part. But also, there's a certain, there was a certain amount of like seeing through the shtick. Yeah. Like, yeah. these are not good questions. Like, this is, a, this is a dumb approach. But when nobody, like, when he's speaking to a, a, a group of evangelical kids who have never been allowed to ask questions, which really was the kind of early 2000s vibe. Yeah, totally. Uh, he was super appealing. And not that hard to see through if you just took a step back and you're like, that's a dangerous question to ask. Also, that's not what that text means. And so it, I mean, even at like 20, and then I saw him again a few years later when he sort of, he was, so that was early on before he was famous. And then a few years later, I was working in publishing, saw him at at Catalyst and, uh, and it was even more pronounced then. So yeah, I, I, I understood why he was appealing, but also was like, this is a, a gong show. He was like an early TED Talk guy, too. Yeah. Just kind of wandering the stage, taking off the glasses, chewing on the nib, asking big questions, you know. So he's like just uh, make it up as you go, no notes. Just going for it, living to death. Just absolutely going Oh, I don't, I, I think he was a lot more scripted. He was a lot more like a good stand-up comedian or a TED Talk where it's tightly scripted. I actually think he was a really smart guy. But it seems you know. very open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do another one, boys. 
Ferdy. Oh, boy. Remember this gentleman? You remember this big, sweaty guy, Stephen so, Furtick? I, never, I don't know. He's gotten bigger. Like, has, well, has he gotten when, bigger? So he's when, gotten when, bigger. When, when he first made Is that the name of the autobiography? He's gotten bigger, that... calling the Stephen Furtick story. <laughs> I... I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't Doing know. Doing upper body Tuesday, Thursday. I mean, legs, the rest I mean entirely. I mean, yeah. in, I mean that entirely in a steroidal fashion. Yeah. Um, when Dana he draw fifty colon the Stephen Furtick story. <laughs> <laughs> when he first made an appearance on the podcast, you know, way back in mm. the you know ten years ago or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. He he was uh, he had like a bowl cut and sideburns, and it was yeah. that era, and uh, he wasn't the steroidal bearded dude of you know of to, of today. So he really has made quite a metamorphosis. In his, uh, in his physical appearance. Hey, listeners. These last three episodes of the Happy Rant podcast are brought to you by our longtime partner and good friends at Visual Theology. If you visit visualtheology.church, you can see the full array of resources they offer for Bible study, for Bible teaching. So if you are a, you're a Bible teacher, you're a youth minister, you're a college minister, you homeschool your kids— or you just uh, you invest a lot in family discipleship or your own personal growth, they offer amazing resources that put deep biblical and theological truths into visually captivating and clear uh, expressions so that you can, you can begin to see what, uh, what the words on the page express in the Bible. So uh, it, it just helps the Bible come to life. It helps, it helps a lot of innocuous things spring forth. It helps you make connections in Scripture you wouldn't have otherwise made. And the designs are spectacular. So again, visit visualtheology.church. They have memberships. So if this is something that you want to use on an ongoing basis, you can do so for your classroom, for your uh, the ministry at your church, whatever it is you've got going. You can make an individual purchase of a book, of a poster, of curriculum. They offer a full array. Be sure to check them out. Uh, they have offers for discounts on your first purchase as well. So visualtheology.church, be sure to check them out. How do pastors have so much time to lift? You know what I mean? Of, of all the people groups that I know personally in my life, like I know, I know a lot of like college and professional football players, and I know a lot of pastors. And of all the people groups in the world, these two people groups lift maybe more than <laughs> anyone else. Like... Do you have any insights on that? Like, I don't know. I don't the, lift. So what's I, the day? No, no way. Obviously. No way. I'm the anti-lift. All these years, I thought. You know, yeah. I take a lift, right? Yeah, L-Y-F-T. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There so. you go. Uh, From the airport to the venue. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Correct. That's right. Me and That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued by this. Yeah, a lot of lifters. In Not intrigued enough to do it. But. Yeah. What well, it's just, that, it's just that pastors can design their stuff. Right. A little autonomy They can there. just... They can have sort of that mid-afternoon. Go like, to the gym for a couple hours, call it ministry. Yeah, exactly. Well, not, no, it, not, not ministry. Yeah. It's, it's more like this is it's, it's, good, it's good for mental health. It's yeah. good for, yeah, it's good for, you know. Yeah. Dude, mental f- health. Physical, physical discipline or f- yeah. physical discipline is of some value. Paul says that. So let's proof text that mess and there we go. put yeah. it up on the gym wall. And, yeah. uh, you know, and then it gains, man. I just gains save up here, all those gains the theology, gains There you go. You're lifting on your sabbatical. Correct. Dude, what if Ronnie came back from sabbatical just absolutely yoked out of his mind we we Dude, would have to do it like we you would have to do it you should have hate to do me a, if that ever happens right? we would have yeah. to do a comeback tour yeah we'd have to J- just for that the oh, anadrol 50 tour starring ronnie martin and his traps okay we got another one i thought yeah. we didn't talk about furtick like at all <laughs> yeah i know there's, there's there nothing to say there. yeah dude, dude hasn't changed in 10 years dude, but nobody's talked like i he hasn't like i haven't seen anything about him in a long time what's the deal 
Is you uh, God's low? kindness. <laughs> He's just a guy. Okay, boys. He's just a guy. We got another one. A little controversial. Oh, boy. Dougie Fresh. Doug Wilson. Oh, boy. Rogues Gallery, any thoughts? What's he going to burn this year? November's coming up. Let's see. We've seen like barns and trucks and boats and what, what else has he burned? What was that? A library? What a waste. Uh, yeah. What's he going to burn this year? I mean, I, I have seven answers to that right now. <laughs> City Hall? Give us one. Real quick. I'm going to stay quiet. Oh, come on. Okay. Just make a prediction and we'll move on. Stay quiet, man. No. I'm going to rip through the rest of these and then, and then one last question. Drisky. Mark Driscoll, Drisky Business. Okay, so this he's the one on this list, I think. Up. He's been he, popping up. He moved from sort of Hall of Heroes to Rogue's Gallery in the life of this podcast. Yeah. You know, he was, he was on the way out, but he mm-hmm. was still, like, in—he was on our team. Mm. And without that, hype, what do we think—like, what is eating Mark Driscoll? What? What is eating—what do you mean by that? Like, what's eating the guy right now? Like, what, what do you think— What's like, he mad at? Yeah, what's his, what's his aim? Because— you know, every once in a while, he'll, like one of his sermons will pop up on, on YouTube for me, and it's like it doesn't sound all that different. And it like <laughs> it doesn't something. Yeah, no, no, no. But like it's like it's like like what's like like what do you guys if you what would you guys like assess about like directionally where he's at or where? No, no, like yeah, not no, trying to kill not the guy. To be funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like what, like I because I don't really know. Yeah. So I don't know. He's he's moved fully into like father figure status so like, he's like stage with he's he guy. is trying to be like kind of rough and like rough and ready father figure masculinity i mean it's look it's just the arizona version of seattle mark well i was gonna say like he doesn't seem any different right you know seattle I mean? mark was you know angry and like leather bands and metal studs and yeah. you know black doc martens no offense ted and uh whatever else none taken and uh <laughs> and now and now he's like He's like le- leather jacket, flannel shirt, trucker hat, you know, yeah. sort of like posh, posh Western roughneck. Yeah, yeah. Really What's tan. the difference? Very tan. Yeah. Very Arizonian. Dude, you think he owns a tanner in his house? <laughs> like he's just heading down to the basement, just get 10 or 15 minutes in. You know, instead of lifting today. No, the dude, the dude straight up has a compound with a pool and like armed guards. I love it. That's a pretty sure that's, that's a true story. Sur- surely he doesn't need armed guards. What's that? Surely he doesn't need armed. We need armed guards, but like, <laughs> well, surely yeah. he does we not. Do now. Need, I mean, we got a few guys Driscoll. in the lobby. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. But uh, armed guards. Yeah, no, we don't even know what to say. Like, we're literally, we're 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 literally blank on this. Yep, blank. Dude, last one. You put this list together, didn't I you? I did. Did you? Rachel Held Evans. Oh well, we. Oh, this this uh, is not because I wanted to make fun of her. To yeah. be clear, this was a list of people who have played the role of foil. Oh, in the 10 years as a podcast, mm-hmm. which is like a lot has changed in 10 years. Mm-hmm. All right, Pipe, let's, uh, let's go a little honest on this. Go. So when he passed, we, we did a hard pivot. I think there was like some concern, and I think we did the right thing on that. We, yeah. Uh, it was, I mean, I think so because we did it. Yeah, we did it. But, um, but I mean, I know, but I think, you know, so some of the th- – so this show is about – Three dudes not taking themselves seriously, not standing outside of a particular evangelical tribe and poking in and saying, look at how awful they are, but sort of being in the middle of it saying, hey, we're, we're all in. Obviously, Rachel Held Evans was not within sort of like our, you know, obviously different theology and some of those things. 
And so because she had sort of the nature of kind of really poking pretty hard at our tribe, there was a little bit of like, well, you can kind of poke back a little bit. Um, when, and his, so for this podcast history. Yeah, yeah. So when this thing started and Stephen Altrogi. Yeah, context. So Stephen Altrogi and I started doing these kind of one-off videos uh, before video was a thing in... Probably one off. I think there was one episode. Well, there was, there was a few, but I just mean like we mm-hmm. didn't plan to like do a thing. Yeah. We we're like, let's just try this. And after maybe two or three, the handful of people, by which I mean five or fewer, who viewed those videos said, you guys should turn this into a podcast because that would be a lot easier to, to consume. What are doing, man. Right. Podcast. So this was back when podcasting was more advanced than video. And so Ted, Ted was invited on because you had some connection to Stephen. We had never met or yep. talked at that point. But Stephen... And Rachel Held Evans were like, it was, it was like, it was like a, you know, Superman and Lex Luthor level of, of spite for one another. Oh, I didn't and know so, that. Okay. And so it became a thing where Ted and I would bring her name up just to listen to Steven like sputter and be like, we can't talk about this. Like he just go off. And so, and so just her. He even had a policy. He was right. like, you can't utter her name. Yeah. No, program. no talking about her. Because they would like write blog screeds back and forth and Twitter wars, and it was a whole thing. Gosh, what that a was simpler trogues. time. Yeah, strokes yeah, in Evans. Right. Yeah. So we I didn't know that. We never had takes on her. Yeah. We simply threw her name out there As a just to off. make him mad. And then, and then the moment that he stepped off the podcast and you stepped on, we made it the sign off. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like so. It, it was like syllabically, it kept it right. kept the same cadence. Yeah. Well, and 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 Rachel Held Evans had become sort of a almost like a profanity on the show as a joke. Like a so meme. that's why it was Rachel the Held Evans for mm-hmm. years. And then she passed, and we were like, "That's that's not a joke anymore." Yeah. So she was never like she was never the object of our scorn as much as she was an object of picking on trogues. I didn't know years. who even she was. It's not like I was reading her blog. Yeah, you know, of, I was like, in the we, target demo for. We that were thing. never fighting with her. It was just. <laughs> you know, that, I think that, you just read her books, right? But, yeah, just yeah. the books. Yeah, that one was Hardcover. one. I mean, you know. Yeah, so that one was one that it was like she she had a she had she cast a long shadow over this podcast, and and the, none of the three of us cared at all. All right, it was it was purely at the origin yeah, story. That's funny. So Rogues Gallery, Drisky, Dougie, Ferdy, Robbie. Rach, who you having? Who you having lunch with? Metaphorical uh, fake lunch. You Driscoll, can pick one. Driscoll for sure. Yeah, yeah, really. So I, I, I worked a little bit with him when I worked at Crossway, and he published with us, and so we got to know each other a little bit in those, like in his, like the halcyon days of of Mars Hill, mm. and uh, had. I mean, I liked him at the time, and then so it was particularly kind of sad to see his direction. But I uh, have particularly fond memories of a, of a conference in um, King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. It was a counseling conference that Driscoll was brought in to speak at. Do what you will with that irony. And, uh, and, and the Gettys were leading worship. And so after everything shut down for the night, Mark Driscoll, Keith Getty, and I ended up at the hotel bar hanging Gosh, out. Dang, it's like the Rat Pack to be a fly <laughs> on the wall in that room. And, uh, and we, hey we, guys, this was how In yeah. Christ Alone was written. Back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we, we closed down a hotel bar <laughs> at, uh, well, I don't know, like a Sheridan or something oh, in, in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Yeah, Sheridan. How Just burn like it to the ground. I will, oh, man. Like been a kitty cat I will tell you this. <laughs> I will tell you this. You have a, an angsty Irish Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have a legitimate Irishman uh, 
and then you have me, and it is not a good idea to try to keep up with Boy. people yeah. Those guys. Who, who drink like stop. that. You can just stop right there. They were right? messing it's, around. Pipe's like stumbling for words. Keith, Keith Getty would be so mad I told that story. What's, what's on that road with? So Dude, so uh, Pipe has Drisky, so that, that leaves Dougie, Ferdy, Robbie, Rage. Here you go. You can join me and Mark if you'd like. No, I don't want to do, I don't do Mark. I'll, I'll do uh, I'll do Rob. Because I don't really have any little I don't surfing. Have any you can talk some there. West Coast. Like I don't have any yeah. like I don't have any angst towards Robbie because I don't. I've never heard him speak a word. Yeah. So I just I'd be a little more neutral. Be able to get on there and go, dude. What's up? I have angst. You, know. you, you ruined a bunch of Grand Rapids kids. That makes me mad. But uh, all right, so that leaves me Ferdy. No, <laughs> it'd be just like dry chicken breasts and vitamins. Too healthy. <laughs> Maybe I'm, you I'm guys not, could work out. Together, I'm not signing right? up for that and pro- wash it down with a protein shake. You guys could do a little you boxing, know, a little know? creatine. Um. Rach, no. Well, well, I mean, this is hypothetical. Oh, you know? okay. Um, I think I'm going Dougie Fresh. Shocking, you know. I say shocking. Yeah. That was going to be your no salad. We picked. You know. Um, yeah, beef, no salad is. We, we could maybe maybe let me like light the match on the thing that he's burning. That <laughs> oh, seems like a nice time. <laughs> There's going to be salad, throw, but it's going to be blue cheese, Doug man. Small soft yeah, cocktail. just blue cheese, just ranch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You guys, um, here's the deal. Here's how the, the next, you know, the near future is going to go. It's 9.05, okay? Um, I look at this room and I see a bunch of bright-eyed, energetic people. Nobody's tired, okay? Seriously. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to take another 10. We're going to come back here at 9.15, nice and tidy. Uh, you're going to be ready to go with some questions. I've heard tell that there are some presents, some gifts for the boys. So if yeah, Not you have, for you guys, for us. Just yeah. To- just if you have gifts to bestow in the third episode, you can bring them up as you come up to ask your question. You could just leave them up here, uh, however you like to do it. Yeah, leave and your gifts at the altar. We'll de- leave your gifts at the altar. It's like, it's like Furtick's church, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, do you guys know who's here tonight? A throwback to our very first live app. My guy, curator of my only social media presence, Fountains of Wayne. Wayne's here. Let's clap it up for the boy, Wayne. <clears throat> Webmaster at, at Ted Cluck Quotes. Did a tremendous job all those years. So uh, Wayne's here. Uh, you guys go mix and mingle. And until next time. If you've listened to the Happy Rant for a long time, you will know that for years and years, we partnered with Dwell Bible, the best audio Bible app available out there. And they are sponsoring these last three episodes of The Happy Rant. Dwell Bible, if you're not familiar with it, is, like I mentioned, the best audio Bible available. There are multiple narrators. There are multiple versions. They offer listening plans. So if you want to listen through the Bible in a year or go at a more reflective pace or focus on the letters of Paul or any number of other things, they have plans that will let you do that. The benefits of an audio Bible are, are so many. Uh, oftentimes, life is too busy to sit down and read, especially if you have small children or if you're on the road a lot. But an audio Bible is something you can do in the midst of something else. So while you're working out, while you're doing yard work, while you're doing chores around the house, while you're commuting, the car is one of the best times. The Bible is then with you. You can listen to it. You can reflect on it. You can rewind and listen again. If you're a Bible teacher or a preacher, This is a great way to infuse the text into you while you prepare to teach or preach. 
So I want to invite you to visit dwellbible.com slash happy rant to check this out, see all their features, and they are offering 30 days free. It's a subscription service, and it is well worth your money. I've been a subscriber now for years. I love it. I use it regularly. Again, that's dwellbible.com slash happy rant to get 30 days free. And I'm I'm pretty sure that after that, you will say, this is absolutely worth it. I want to pay for the ongoing subscription. I would encourage you to pay for the lifetime subscription because they are regularly rolling out new features, new narrators, new versions, and they are building this whole thing out to better serve their audience and provide new ways to engage with scripture. We want to take a moment to thank the team at Life Audio for partnering with us on this podcast. Be sure to go to lifeaudio.com and take a look at the other podcasts in their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and more. It's a crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.